With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, we thank you for allowing us in your presence this morning. Father, we, I'd like to speak today on something very important, I believe. Something we need to reason and think about and, and consider logically. It's what we're doing at this present time in our assemblies that we have. And the sacred assembly that you're calling us to. I'd like to start with looking at um, Proverbs 9.10. This verse says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. The word holy in this verse is plural. In other words, it means more than one thing. It's not just the Lord, knowledge of the Lord. It is certainly that. It, but it means something else. And we know, for example, all the works of God are holy. His desire is that all his good works are holy. He desires us to do good works. But how do we enable those good works? Through his words, which he said, his Holy Spirit, His Spirit comes in His words in full measure, which means in a full measure of holiness. So, listen to this verse again with that concept, considering that these are inclusive of His holy words. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. I spoke last night about the second I mean, with the first church, and then uh, tonight we speaking on the second one. The second church, Smyrna, is interesting because in that he, he's going to test us so that we might fear him and turn to him and follow him. That's very important. And the third church is about understanding, and we'll see that it has to involve with the holy. But let's look at something else in this. I would like to go to Isaiah 1. And in this chapter, it's very important that we look at it and consider Joel two twelve to twenty, that which is the instruction that the Lord gives at this at this time, and please remember the Lord's warning to us of this day, in Luke twenty one thirty four to thirty six that we would all be caught in a snare at this time, and we must come out. Joel two twelve to twenty gives us the instruction of how we must come out. The Lord is telling us we're caught in a snare. A snare is not going to get you into the promised land because he says that he's coming to take the bride who's spotless other words she's washed clean her robe is clean there's no snare her feet aren't attached to anything she's not trapped in anything she is set free and in joel 2 12 to 20 we learn that we must do certain things and one of those things is let the bridegroom come it's like in the first day of creation when the Lord said, let there be light. Let there be light. The light is available, but let it be. The Spirit of God is hovering over the face of the waters. And we are that waters, as it tells us in Revelation seventeen, fifteen. He says the waters are the, the nations, the multitudes, the peoples, and the tongues. Tongues is their languages, their words. Understanding of the holy. 
understanding the words. The words of God are very important. Now let's look at Isaiah 1. It says, Hear, O heavens. Remember the heavens, they put the words in the firmament of the heavens and they judge us. And give ear, O earth. And remember he told us that we should speak to the earth and it will teach us. Because the earth receives its signals from heavens, which is looking over us, and it and the earth only comes forth if the heavens say, "Oh yes, he's done as we ask; he's done as God instructed." Therefore, giving the blessing out of the earth, and then you'll have your hundredfold increase. It's a judgment. It's a process. It's continually judging us, continually rewarding us if we walk in truth and walk in the way of the Lord. And the Lord was trying to tell that to the, the disciples. He says, hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. He's angry. He says, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox, which is the teacher, knows its owner. The teacher should know its owner. And the donkey, it knows its master's crib. In other words, it knows his house and the way to live in it. He told us in Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9, Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21, that we are to keep his words on the doorpost of our house, on the gates of our property, and throughout our house. And we are to teach them every evening in our household to all those of our household. His words. But we're not doing that at all. We have our own doctrines, but we're not paying attention to the words of God that are made known because God's words are higher than our words. His thoughts are higher than ours. His ways are higher than ours. And all of his ways and his thoughts are framed in words. So those words of God are set apart as holy. And that's what we should attire, inspire, or try to, to know, to learn. And he promises us in Proverbs one twenty three, if we will believe that and we will turn to him, he will pour out his spirit on us and cause us to know his words, which is exactly what he did to the disciples after he returned from the cross, after paying the price of the blood, so they could, they could now come into the Holy of Holies in heaven and not go through no rabbi, but they could get the words from him directly through the spirit. And he says, these are the words I spoke to you while I was with you. And then he was able to cause them to understand the scriptures. Because the words, the scriptures are written in the pure language of the kingdom of heaven. But we read them in the earthly languages of the kingdom of heaven. I mean, of, of, this, of the world. Our earthly languages. It doesn't matter whether you're reading in Hebrew or Greek or any other language. The words are the same. You can have truth and I don't care what language you're reading it. But you'll still understand it in the way of the earthly languages until you learn what truth means in God's language See, God's language, all these languages were created by God. So therefore, even though they're earthly languages, the words are the same. We just need to understand them as God understands his language in heaven. There's not a person on the earth that he cannot speak to in his language. But here's what happened. Back to Isaiah 1. It says, I have nourished and brought up children. They have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner and the donkey its master's crib. See, a donkey is supposed to be the symbolic of the carrier of the word. But they obviously don't have the word. Just like the church today doesn't have the word. But Israel does not know. My people do not consider. They don't consider what is an ox supposed to do. An ox is supposed to know God. But he tells us in Matthew seven twenty one to 23, there's going to be many prophets, many preachers, many healers, many um, people that cast out demons. And he says, I, I never knew you. Depart from your workers of lawlessness. Because they did not go and see Psalms 119, 142 says that his truth is law. 
And in Psalms 119, 160, he says, all his words are truth. He tells us in Psalms 119, 130, that it's the entrance of his words that gives light and gives understanding to the simple. Knowledge of his words gives understanding. Same as what he's saying in Proverbs 9, 10. The ox is supposed to be the teacher of the words. The, the, the donkey is supposed to be the carrier of the words. The teacher teaches them and then they go out and do the way of the words everywhere and get the work done. And they learn it in the house. The ox teaches the words. The preacher teaches the words. But they aren't teaching the words. And the people aren't carrying the words. Because they're following the doctrines of people who are rebellious to God. They will not listen. So it's like Revelation 18, 1 to 4 tells them, Do not go follow after these leaders of the world at this time. Get away from them or you're going to share in their sins. Their sins, their evil plots that they're planning against all the people, they're also planning against the shepherds, but the shepherds don't believe it. So they walk right along. It's like, you know, it's like uh, the frog riding on top of the scorpion, or the scorpion riding on top of the frog across the pond and the, uh, the scorpion will sting this, the frog and kill it. We're not paying attention. Okay, a last sinful nation of people laden with iniquity, a brood of evildoers, children who are corruptors. I mean, look at the children today. Some of the things they do, the tattoos they're wearing, the movies and the things that they're doing is just abominable. And they have no regard. And people having abortions. You know, the adults are teaching them these things. And they can be gay. They're even trying to force them to believe. They're trying to, the, the world government is trying to now force all the schools to teach homosexuality and sexual uh, masturbation, all these kind of things, to, to kids in the first years of school. It's sickening. It's against God. It's abominable. Today they said that, you know, the, the Southern Liberty Law Center or whatever it is, they're, they're, they're saying that Christians are hate groups because they don't allow these things. They don't allow. Yeah, they're not allowing the doctrine of the devil to be done in this day when it's the morning of the day of the Lord and the Lord is reigning and these rulers have no power and they're about to be destroyed. They need to understand Luke 16, 1 to 13. Your time has been removed from you and you have a very short time to, to continue your work. If you continue that work, you're going to be destroyed. So these lawyers and these judges and these governors and congressmen and senators and presidents and all that who serve the devil's leader, the Crown Trust and Queen Elizabeth, Jacob Rothschild run it, and the the Vatican who works under them, they're all going to be destroyed and you're going with them if you don't come out. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked to anger the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away backward. Please understand that Israel means those who are the vicarious governors of God. In other words, they keep God's law in God's times, and they know the, the Father. Job 24.1. How is it that you say you know the Father and you can't identify his times? We're in the morning of the day of the Lord, and the separation judgment is just about to occur upon us. God knows when that day and hour is going to come, but it's in this seasons. We're now in the first year of the day of the Lord, and he says he's going to give the um, dominion over to the upright means he's going to take it away from those of the world. And we've waited this long, and we're now in the first year of the seven-year reign of the Lord, and he does the separation of light and darkness in the first year. So we need to understand that at this time. Okay, it goes on. It says, the whole head is sick. You will revolt more and more, and the whole head is sick. The whole heart faints. You know, it's like we don't pay attention to the fact that they're destroyed the food 
They intentionally did it. We allow it. We cooperate with them. We grow. Uh, we allow farms to be grown, and we spray it with uh, glyphosate and all these things that are killing and ruining the immune system. We don't care about the future of our children, or we wouldn't allow the abortion policy, for example, or the GMO corn and all the rest of this, or the vaccinations that are destroying and trying to sterilize the children secretly. They're doing all this. It's been made known. It's not hidden. Now let's jump down to what the Lord really says to these people. In verse 10, he says, Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. He's talking about, you know, Israel. And what he's talking about is you're rulers of Sodom. You're rulers of people who are about to be destroyed. That's what's happening right now. The separation judgment, Daniel 7, 9 to 14. Read verses 11 to 12. God has judged them and he's about to destroy them. He's going to take, he's taken away their dominion already. They're, they're ruling right now without approval of God, without any authority of God. So Romans 13 does not protect them. They have no right to their dominion. It's been removed by God at the morning of the day of the Lord because he rose as the son of righteousness. That means at the morning of the day of the Lord, he's tired of waiting. And so now his clock has turned. He offered to come early, but the people wouldn't receive the message. They wouldn't hear. So, okay, so here's what the Lord says. Give ear to the law of your God, of our God, you people of Gomorrah. See, the law of our God. Read Psalms 119, 142, 160, and John 17, 17. You'll get the message. I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and fat of fed cattle. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or the, of the lamb or goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this from your hand to trample my courts? Bring no more futile sacrifices. Incense is an abomination to me. The new moons, the Sabbaths, the calling of the assemblies, I cannot endure iniquity and a sacred meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feast my soul hates. They are a trouble to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. It's exactly what he says in Proverbs 1, 24 to 33 for this day. He says, even though you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. We are supplying and destroying the world. Washington, D.C. is controlling all the armies in the world to unite them against the peoples of the world. And they serve the Crown Trust. All the leaders of the nation signed the Law of the Sea Treaty, given ownership to the seas to the Queen. They already have control of all the treasures of every nation. You can't even move a million dollars without the Bank of International Settlements approval. So how can ISIS buy equipment? How can these, you know, and they've seen the, the people coming in America are coming in on military planes. They're coming in on DHS buses, many of them like that. So what are they doing? They're doing this all over Europe. And then they, and the governments in some countries are acting like, oh, no, we're going to stop it. We're going to do this. Nobody does. It just continues to flow. It's all frivolous. They're, it's all fraud. It's all fake. They know they're bringing a war forward, which I told you they're going to do. Zechariah 14.1.2 says all the nations are involved in it. My point in this, not just to harp on this war that's coming and so forth, is that this is telling us something that we're told in Joel 2 to do with this day. And you can see why God is so angry. He says, I'm weary of bearing them when you sprout your hands. I will hide my eyes from you. That means you will not get your approval. Uh, his eyes is like the heavens. When God is turned against you, the, the heavens will not respond to you and bring forth from the earth what you need. He says, even though you make many prayers, I will not hear your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves 
How do you wash yourself? With the water of the word. Ephesians 5, 27. Uh, 25, Ephesians 5, 25 to 27. John um, 15, 3 says, you're washed clean by the words. It's by the words of God you're washed clean. Make yourselves clean. Put away the evil of your doings before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Learn to do good. Seek justice. What is justice? God desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. That's his desire. Do that justice. Because he is your God and he's the lawgiver. And we are under his law at this time. You cannot just do your will. Don't go to war. Don't protest. Don't go to Washington to negotiate with these leaders. Start teaching the people the knowledge of the words because the destruction is coming upon them and the devil is going to persecute these people. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. It's, it said in there, it said, learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Through, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. How is that possible? Only if, only if they're covered by the knowledge of the words of God, which he tells us gives us everlasting life and brings us through these judgments. And he said, in, and that's in uh, John five twenty four, and in Daniel um, 12, 9 to 10, he says, at the time of the words are open at this time, he said, when they receive the words, they'll be purified, made white, and refined. They'll be able to do the good works. He says, if you are willing and obedient, you have to obey God's command in John seventeen seventeen, where he asked the Father to require of us to be set apart from the world by truth, which is his, the words of God. But we're not doing that, and we are not holy because we will not receive what is holy that gives us understanding of the works of God. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. In other words, the good works will come forward. You'll be able to eat food when there's no food, when, the, when everything has been destroyed and everything else. Things will pop up out of the ground for you because the heavens will hear. God's going to rule the heavens with a rod of iron. If you do good, God's going to cause provision to be made. He's going to test you to make sure that you go through. That's part of the second church. That's part of wisdom. But understanding is, understanding is times. He said 10 days. You can surely go 10 days. He said, you should be, um, he said, if you're willing and obedient, you should eat of the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you should be devoured by the sword. Remember that the great sword is the second seal judgment. Second seal judgment. The sword can either be, it's the word of God. It can either bless you and reward you with provision and, and sustenance and bring you through and la- enable you to be refined and write his words on your heart and totally change your character so that you love people and you love to do good. If not, that sword is going to devour you because you're going to get more evil and more, 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 um, you know, everybody's going to turn against each other. You're going to be angry. And you're going to be all those things. And God is going to separate you from those who are good. He'll separate families at this time. He said he's going to do that. Now, let's look at uh, Joel 2, 12 to 14. It says, Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and with mourning. Understand the war is coming. You got this war that's going to be before the separation judgment. Then you got the plagues. And then, I mean, you got the reward that's coming to the good ones. But at the same time, the plagues are going to come upon the wicked. 
And then when they get healed, there will be more plagues that will come upon them if they don't turn and worship God. Then after that, it's the Antichrist for 42 months. And then God comes and destroys all them and kicks them out of the, out of the heavens. And they'll be passed out into the pit. He said, with fasting, with weeping, mourning, so rend your heart and not your garments. You know, put on a clean garment. In other words, the, with the word of God, it washes it clean. It's not talking about exactly what you wear. Don't wear sackcloth. This isn't the time for that. Know, know that the clean is when you have the words of God, the appearance to, of you to heaven is white. When you have the knowledge of the words of God and you're trying to do good and trying to do what God has guided you, you're going to be looked as white. And what's going to happen? You're going to begin to shine. Sooner or later, you will start shining so your face looks like the light of the firmament of heaven or the stars forever. Read Joel 2, 3. Joel 12, 2 to 3. Excuse me, Daniel 12, verse 2 to 3. Okay. For he is gracious and merciful and slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. He doesn't want to punish even the most wicked. He'd like to see all of us turn and repent. The men in Nineveh did, and they were totally evil and persecuted the house of Israel violently. But they turned and God blessed them because they heard. And they weren't arrogant like the house of Israel was. They wouldn't turn. Even when Assyria turned, they didn't turn. When Nineveh turned, they did not turn. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Now, here's where it says something important. It says, Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, gather the children and nursing babes, let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. See, we are not able to go out of the dressing room to be re- it's like we're supposed to be ready for God. We're, we don't even have a white garment on because the white garment can only come by receiving what is holy in us. And we have not received the knowledge of the words of God that are higher than ours at this time. He said, if you don't receive my words, don't hear my words, don't receive them, you're, you don't love me. And I will, not, uh, I will not testify of you to the Father, he says. So now here's the important one. Let the priest who ministered to the Lord weep between the, the porch and the altar and let them say, Spare your people, Lord, and do not give your heritage to the reproach that the nations should rule over them. See, what the whole world is trying to do is to, they're trying to kill off all the people. They're trying to kill about 7 billion people. Rule over them means they can take your life. They can destroy you. God will not allow that if you will follow him. He's removed their authority to do this, but we're allowing them to do it, especially when we go to Washington in this time when God tells us don't go, and we're rebelling against him. We don't know him. We don't know the Father, even though they think they know the Father. They're lukewarm. They're not hot for God. If they were hot for God, they'd know the knowledge of his words and know the, know the times of God. They would know what the morning is. They'd know what the day is. They'd know what the evening was and the night and so on. They don't know this because they do not know the Father. Now, go back and look at something here it says. Assemble, sanctify the congregation, and then assemble the elders. See what he's saying? We're supposed to bring forth a sacred assembly. He says... Consecrate a fast, call the sacred assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation. Consecrate. You know, we need to 
Consecrate means give it to God. We have to make, it says in Daniel 9.24, we have to make reconciliation for our sins. We've got to bring an end to sin, which is disobedience to God, not hearing his word in the day when we're required to hear his words in John 17.17. 17. So we've got to quit that sin and start hearing his words. And then we've got to make reconciliation. And that's what he's saying, consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. But do you see what he's saying back here in Israel? He doesn't want any of their sacred assemblies. He's tired of them. He's finished with them. That's what he's saying to us unless, unless we do this, unless we consecrate a fast, unless we call a sacred assembly. A consecrated fast means that, that the people must understand to be set apart by God. Consecrated fast, come out of the world. The, the people have to decide to do this. Call a sacred assembly. A sacred assembly is those who have understanding of the holy. They don't have understanding of the holy. That's why it's not sacred. They're having, you know, in Israel they go and they have the Feast of Tabernacles. They have all the holidays and everything else. But look in Jerusalem and you're going to see what? You're going to see a Supreme Court, the law of the land, is an occultic building. The whole property is dedicated to the devil. Oh, no, it's not, they say. Yes, it is. Go look at it. It's got the obelisk. It's got everything. It's just like the Vatican is dedicated to the devil. Just like London and Washington, D.C. and and New York and so on. Look at the gargoyles and all of the pagan idols all over this nation and in the places. And we say that we have a sacred assembly? You can't have a sacred assembly when you allow this in your nation. You're not pleading and mourning for it. The people aren't mourning for this. Instead, they're praying for Israel. Praying for Israel, but they're praying to help the leaders of Israel who God is angry with because of what they're doing in that nation. Love Israel, but first, get your congregation, which is what the Lord's saying. Consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, and gather the children and nursing babes. Only after that, can you begin to cry out to, for God to help the people and bring them out? First, you've got to care about your own flock and these people and bring them to the knowledge of truth. And that is not being done in any of the churches in America today. And God doesn't want these assemblies. Why would he say here, call a sacred assembly? Because assemblies of the churches today are not sacred. They are not holy. They don't let the bridegroom come. They're not doing any of those things. Because he's coming for the people who set themselves apart by the words of God, which is John 17, 17. That's why he has to say in this message, call a sacred assembly because your assemblies aren't holy. Think on that. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to review this tonight. Dear Lord, I pray that they'll begin to look at it. Have them look what happened to the house of Israel and you know that they were all destroyed. Father, you, you, you turned, you delivered these people many times and they kept falling back away and falling back away. The church has done that, dear Lord. But now, dear Lord, we've been almost 1,900 years without turning to your words and the knowledge of truth. And Lord, since the disciples have gone, it was quickly lost. Lord, you brought it back and the people will not receive it just like it was before. Dear Lord, when you came, it would not happen. Father, we're asking you to let like the Pentecost fall at this time, Lord. So that, dear Lord, the Spirit will move upon the people and they'll begin to hear. Because right now, Lord, they think they're filled with knowledge. They do not see that they're naked and blind, that they're not going to have, they don't, that their, their assemblies are not sacred to you. Lord, that's what you're saying. Let the bridegroom come. Let the bride come out of her, out of her room. She can't come out because she doesn't have the right garment on. She doesn't have a white garment on. 
And Lord, you can't let the bridegroom come because he can only come for a spotless bride who's been washed by the water of the words. And they, they can't come to, to the churches because their assemblies are not sacred. They don't, they don't teach the words of God in, the, in your house. And Lord, even a donkey knows its house, but these people don't know your house. Lord, I pray that people understand this truth and how serious this is. We ask this in thy precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.